All right. Back in the nook. I'm here. Unhooked. Extra yeah. unhooked. Extra unhooked. You said yeah. you're upside down, right? Yeah. 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 What are you left, is, left is right, right's left. Mm. Everything is. Blah, blah, blah. Well, thankfully, you're looking the right direction. And Yay. Your, your mouth is facing the microphone, so that's a start. All right. That, that's good. <laughs> what that's are we good. blaming it on, you said? I said on the new Aries moon. I ah. believe a full moon, whatever was two nights ago. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the last little slice of it and uh, all that fiery energy oh, that comes yeah. with Aries. You and, are the fire, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> All natural. <laughs> it's when my mom popped me out. <laughs> nice. I had no control over there. that. <laughs> popped me out. <laughs> Actually, the doctor kind of assisted with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was a cesarean section. Oh wow. TMI, yeah, I guess. You know. TMI. Sorry. You know, it's your information now, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, so today I want to talk about a kind of an extension of what we've talked about recently uh, recent, in recent episodes. And again, things are starting to get blurred because the human experience, they, it's a big web. Uh, you can't really slice it up into individual pies and only talk about one thing. Um, with that being said, uh, we will do our best to not assume that anyone has watched <laughs> Our previous episodes <laughs> so give a little back explanation where necessary um, but today I was hoping to talk to you about opinions now we've talked about honesty and we've talked about how honesty is subjective so you can be honest but that doesn't mean that's truth <laughs> uh, right that doesn't mean it's fact <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I think it's been more or less scientifically proven that they you know reality is subjective in fact Scientists have argued that reality only exists if there's an observer. So there's... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So um, what today I specifically wanted to talk about was to, to delve into opinions um, and not whether you're honest about your opinion or not necessarily, although that certainly is a, a shade of it, um, but the role that it plays Um the uh at least what i sense is a fear of expressing opinions um which might sound funny since we are on a podcast specifically explicitly expressing only opinions and no facts so i recognize uh the i guess irony in that Mm -hmm. um but it is actually my fear which drives that uh passion to say that actually i think this needs to happen um but we'll get more into that Uh, i just want to give you kind of a framework of what i'm thinking about in in approaching this episode opinions opinions yeah oh god in my old brain it's just that that saying that i can i'm not really going to say Opinions are like blank. Everyone uh, has one, right? Everybody yeah, knows that, right? Yeah. Anybody else thinking yeah, that? Everyone knows. The minute you say that, you know, talk about opinions. It's like, fuck, what is wrong with my brain? And then when you said, you know, blurred, it's blurred lines, the, the damn song pops in my head. Do you mm. know blurred lines? Oh, yeah, that's a... Blurred lines. <laughs> well, and that da, song da, in da, and da, of da. itself, I know. while catchy, is extremely disturbing. Yeah, and I yeah. know. I know, and and so now when you said those words, it, my head, my my, you know, I've I've heard the whole. Mm. Um, I know it's not Alan Thick, whoever sings it, yeah. you know, Canadian guy. I mean, it's all, it's like yeah. all, it's playing in my head now. So it would we'd be, be uh, with... one. We'd be dancing the blurred lines and. Mm. 
the and, musical basically mm-hmm, terry's mm-hmm, musical yeah it's a musical going on yeah, yeah right now mixed with disturbing memories yes <laughs> and inappropriate <laughs> and an aries new moon or something <laughs> wow yeah. yeah no wonder you're upside yeah. down yeah, yeah i'm very yeah. uh <laughs> and a few hours earlier today i was literally upside down um uh, in our yoga uh you know i had a yoga class at 9 30 mm. and um our instructor today purposely was trying to get us out of our our standard way of doing things. So mm. even a pose like down dog, which I guess most people might know that one, you're, you're kind of pressing off um, the, the mat. Mm. We were crossed, you know, our, yeah. our left was in front of our, our left foot was on the right side of the, and, and everything was just crossed and balanced. And and yeah, I mean, and everyone was shaky and kind of people falling over a little bit on the mat. And, mm-hmm. you know, and she said, that's OK. You know, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Li- this is life. Right. We can't always just get on the mat and think it's going to be the certain way, even mm-hmm. though that's what we're conditioned to believe. So Stepping outside um, of autopilot almost. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have been upside down all kind of ways today. <laughs> so maybe. uh and the moon, I'll blame it on anything, or it could just be me. <laughs> anything and everything. Hey, it's your opinion, so that's hey, the good news. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us a story in which someone's opinion severely impacted you? And that can be positively, negatively, neutrally, but in some way, someone's opinion, whether you were a child or an adult, it really, it maybe doesn't now affect you, but then at the very minimum, it really had an impact on you. Oh, I mean, in life, right? Uh, I mean, you, you can start really young with that. I mean, your your parents' opinion of, you know, oh, you're such a good little girl. You're so, you know, oh, you're so good. Or, or if you have, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, if you have like bad experiences when you're little, it, whatever you, you know, you might be the stupid one or the slow mm-hmm. one or the always getting into trouble and you're such a troublemaker. Yeah. Why, why, why do you always have to make trouble? Just imagine hearing that over and over when you're little and then you start to think, oh, okay, I guess I'm a troublemaker. So I, I ought to live up to that, right? Maybe that's who I am and my parents are smart. They know they're telling me I'm a troublemaker. So I guess I got to start goofing off and getting in trouble and and then the more I do, the more they'll be right. And, you know, I guess that's me, troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have that experience. I, I you know, my, my, my parents were, were decent for sure. Um, I can, I, all right, I'll tell you one thing. Um, yeah, I have a lot of different stories popping in my head. But, but you, you said that, like, really m- might have played a major role um, you know, like an opinion of, of, of someone, right? Yeah, it had a, it had a big impact. It had a big time. impact. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know I've shared stories about my Catholic school experiences and, and, and all that, so I don't want to go there. I'm going to go to when I'm actually older, and I am getting ready to graduate from high school, and I am definitely college-bound because, thankfully, my parents – I was the, the last child uh, of five, and there was a there was a twenty year age difference between myself and my and my oldest sister, and then you know there were some siblings in between that. Um, 
But anyway, I I realized that when I was born, I was fortunate enough that my parents were in, in a, like a better financial situation that I I was able to, number one, to even go to high school, um, a Catholic high school, a private high school and graduate, um, let alone con- even consider college. So um, I kind of was told that and I and I and I appreciated that fact. So growing up, I think that definitely influenced me to dream bigger than perhaps um, a lot of my peers uh, for, you know, in similar situations. You know, back then, a lot of women just did not go to college. This was in, um, you know, 70s, the mid 70s. Mm -hmm. Some were, but a lot, a lot weren't. I mean, you could get a decent job as a secretary or a nurse, definitely a nurse. Um, You know, there were more teacher, more, more careers. But anyway, so it was, I put it out there. Yep, I'm going to college. I want to go to college. Can't wait to go to college. Um, The only thing I wasn't sure about is, is what I might want to pursue when I went to, to college. And here's where an opinion, um, kind of really got in my head like my mom through her life experience said to me Terry you're very smart and she said I you know your father and I your father and I feel that going to college you really need to get a business degree we don't care what kind of business degree but it has to be in business um no psychology um no art school because I art is a is a passion of mine. I I I you know always some other stories I've told I've really have been creative and and artsy and and she's like yeah artists don't make money, um, you know psychologists like as she said that those aren't real you know that that stuff is just for people that you know have money and they they don't know what else to do and you you know you don't need to talk about people's feelings and and my mom had all these opinions about everything. Yeah, um, it, it just it was quite funny, but it was based on her life experience. She was sure. born in 1919, and she did not have an easy life and, and actually was not able to even go to high school. Mm. She got out of ninth grade and then went to work um, basically as a maid and a cook for, for a wealthy family um, and then married my dad at, 18, at 19. So in her mind, you know, I'm the, I'm the kid that's, that the last of five, I'm able to go to college. And her opinion was I should not waste my time looking into other majors other than learn about business, run a business, make a lot of money in the business world, learn about stocks and bonds and investments and things that like she had no experience with, but Mm -hmm. she felt that was right. Um, and, and I was like, okay, I, I, I really, I just so didn't care. <laughs> right. like she could have said, you know, major in biophysics or something like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. as long as I'm able to go to college and you guys are, you know, able to, um, you know, I, I, I didn't live at college. I stayed home with my parents and just commuted back and forth, but still I, I was yeah. thrilled beyond thrilled. Um, but then kind of the reality set in that, um, the, the institution I, I went to did not have a like a business administration major or something a little bit more general at the time. They had one business major, and that was economics. And 
I didn't really even know what economics was, but oh, that's my major. Signed up. That's what I'm studying. And let me tell you, that major, I would sit there and just really not get it. I'm smart. Yeah, I've been told I'm smart my whole life, but it just it just really was not my cup of tea. But I hung in there and I've studied all the classes and um yeah and i have a bachelor of arts degree <laughs> in economics uh and and uh and then i guess what i've discovered is in life in life sometimes you 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 do things with the intention that 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 you're going to fulfill someone else's expectations. Mm. And then you're like, well, they know better than me. Right. You know, they, they, they have life experience. And, and their, their thought process was good. It definitely sure. was. Probably. And I have zero regrets getting a college degree. Um, but the economics part, yeah. it. Uh, but it taught me how to deal with difficult subjects it taught me um to seek out tutoring um it taught me that a lot of and there were mostly men it was easily 90 percent male to 10 percent female if that uh, a few of my classes i know myself and mary ellen my other you know person that was studying economics or maybe another um female but it, it was definitely a male dominated um field at that time um yeah, I also learned that a lot of the, a lot of the folks were the, the guys. They they were pretty nerdy, and uh, you know, and disco was becoming very popular then. And of course, I loved to dance, and I needed help with my classes. And I, I thought, okay, I, I know what I can do. I can teach these nerdy classmates disco dancing, and in turn, they can help me with you know gross national product and you know calculating <laughs> some you know. Other stuff that I had to calculate anyway. So it, it, it was an odd match, but it ended up um, exposing me to this whole other way of being, a whole other group of people that I never really would have met or associated with. And yes, it was stressful getting through the exams. I mean, I, yeah, I got some D's and, you know, professors would shake their head and they're like, I just, you just, it just seemed like you really understood more like in class than, mm. than what reflected on your final. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, that was a very long-winded response to your question, uh, but that's how I even got a degree in economics, was, was really from someone's opinion, my parents' opinion, that because I'm smart and because their opinion of what success is, is a business degree, um, Surprised they didn't go for doctor. I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about that. But anyway, now they thought, no, you, you're smart. Get a business degree. So I did. And, um, you know, and then that's led me to all other kind of stories that, that we, we can talk about another time. Um, but I can tell you that that was a very difficult major for me. And back then, you really didn't, like, question your parents too much when you felt like they were doing the right thing. So I just thought, yeah, okay, well, maybe I'm not as smart as they thought, but I'll suck it up, and I'm going to prove to them, you know, I can do it. 
And I did. And, you know. <laughs> so their very opinion of you being smart, though, helped you pull through. Yeah, because I thought if they really believe I'm smart, um, then I must be. Like, mm. yeah, your parents, you know, they know what's happening. So, um, and I always got good grades in Catholic school and in high school. Right. I mean, I, I, I did. I mean, it's not that they told me I was smart and I brought home D's and C's and, you know, failed classes. I, I never, I really never did. I always put my heart and soul into my classes because I looked at education as a way to better myself and give myself more choices and opportunities. Even at a young age, I could see, you know, I could take a look around and, and just see, you know, I, I wanted to, to have more out of life. Do you think if, well, did, did you, do you remember feeling like you always got the message from your parents that you were smart? Teachers. Like from, well, but wait, for your parents specifically from a young age, did you get that Teachers, message? my, my, um, my older siblings. Okay. Um, yeah, like my older siblings would, would come in because, you know, by the time I was five, uh, one of my siblings had, had already gotten married and the other one was married the, the next year. So, you know, they would come in with their husband or wife and, you know, and they're like, here's my little smart, my little smart little sister. And, um, yeah, so I was told that by a lot of people. I'm not really sure necessarily why, <laughs> but, uh, but I got that, you know, I, I got that uh, message in my head that I was smart and capable of, of big things. Hypothetically, if your parents and much older siblings, which does have an impact when they're more additional adults really mm -hmm. sounds like yes it life, really was it adults this, it's not like this. i was around little children right you know yeah they were old older definitely so if your parents and the, your older siblings were telling you you were smart but your teachers what if i'm throwing out the hypothetical yeah. if they their opinion was mm, i don't know about you you know and your grades were mm, do you uh, it's obviously really hard because it's it goes against your experience but mm -hmm. if you can try to place yourself in that how do you think that would have impacted you? Do you think you would have believed your parents and siblings over your teachers or maybe believed the system of the, the educational system and the teachers more since they're the educators? I'm just curious yeah. about this. Yeah, um, that, that's, a, that's a good question. And of course it is hypothetical because I, I, I did like live up to that expectation because I put in a lot of hard work and I got really good grades. Um, and the other side of it is for, you know, for my 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 grade school and high school, most of my instructors were were nuns, and you know that that kind of had a whole other level of expectation of obedience and and you know so, um, yeah. If 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 a nun was telling you you're you're smart, you like you that was like God telling you you're smart, you know what I mean? Okay, it's not like, yeah. you know, Miss So-and-so. I right. mean, it's like she's got the rosary and she's like, you're smart. And I'm like, thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, God. So that would be, that's even more interesting, like trying to imagine if, because they're not just, te teachers already have a lot of weight. I mean, the whole educational system, whether you agree with it or not, when you're a kid, it's, it's, it's telling you messages, whether they're correct yes, or it not. Is. And it then is. if you add the layer of, 
and wait a hand of God uh, saying that, do you, I know this is probably like almost impossible. So I'm just throwing out, could you throw out your best opinion on this? How do you think that you would have believed your parents and your adult siblings? Or do you think you would have believed the school system and the nuns and God if they weren't opposing views about your intelligence and capability? Oh, yeah. That, that is a hypothetical question. Um To answer this question, I, I think you, or, or since it's asking me, I, I would have to, to see who I really trusted Yeah. more. And um, yeah, I, I was surrounded by, by love and I, I trusted, I trusted that the adults in my life were, were to the best of their ability being, being honest. And um and especially hearing from my siblings that you're smart, you're going to go to school, you're going to, you know, a lot of things they wanted to do, but unfortunately, due to finances and, and, and a lot of just other factors, they, you know, none of my siblings were even graduating from high school. And it's not that they were not smart, they needed to earn money and things right. were tight. I mean, there was a depression, there was all kind of economic factors that go into whether, your children are able to to do things maybe that you want you would love to have them do but you you know they you just can't do it mm -hmm. so i think um i was fortunate in the sense that because i came along so much later and was not ex expected or whatever planned for that it, i was surrounded by these these older adults that were like yeah you go for it kid you make something out of yourself you you know and so yeah i would i would believe them that my circle of of family over instructors i i, I would would almost probably poo poo an instructor that would say well you're not all that i'm like yeah you don't know <laughs> you don't know me that and that never really happened but yeah. you know but i i i would tend to believe my my support system over mm -hmm. an individual instructor and that seems to you're really de hypothetically determining that based on love and trust is that those yes are kind of the factors I, that you're really looking at is that, that you trust them you trust their honesty you trust their ability to evaluate yes i yeah i do i do um i, I as we were talk uh, you know as we're talking uh, an, an incident came up in my head in college i did I was able to at least take one or two little art classes because you do need to have a balance of, you know, different um, classes, <laughs> right? So I, I, I kind of secretly snuck in an art class, and um, the art instructor, he had us, he gave us some really bizarro assignment, and it was almost impossible for me to do it, and he made this comment to me. He's like, I can tell you're, you're your mom probably never let you color outside the lines, right? When you when you had your, your coloring book, you, you had to color inside the lines. And I'm like, of course, doesn't everybody? And he's like, I can see how you're struggling with letting yourself have artistic freedom with this particular assignment. And he said, no, actually, you know, some parents, you know, when the kids scribble and, and whatever, they'll say, you know, they'll... 
they'll look at the uniqueness or their comment on the energy of the lines or I'm like, oh, well, I ain't happening in my house. Believe me. I said, I'm lucky I'm even taking an art class. Like I am wow. the business major, you know. Um, but it may, it, it, the fact that I can even recall it, 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 it like stuck in my head. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, like my mom supported me. But yes, but, but on the other hand, yes, I did have to color inside the lines. I did. Yeah. So and that opinion stuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I don't do that now. Right. I have since, like, thought about that. And uh, and I learned a lot in that art class. And I learned about opening my mind, not only in art, but in other areas of other subjects. Other, um, So it, it made me kind of take a step back and review my thought process up to that point. And I'm like, yeah, he's right. Uh, like, yeah. I've always, always tried to color in the lines to please my parents mm. or to please someone. But, you know, now I, I, I want to see, you know, what happens when you don't and what, you know. And then that's where, where fear comes in because you don't really know what's going to happen. But you want to be the best you can and you want to have all these experiences in life. So it you got to be great. All the things we talked about, courageous, take a step back, feel the fear, do it anyway. Um, so so a, that conversation really made me dig a little deeper. And and uh, and and yeah, I know I got off a little track there. Uh, that's an important track to go down. I mean, it sounds like he implanted a seed that really grew in your head and that was his opinion mm -hmm. <laughs> it was an opinion seed yeah it was his opinion yeah yeah, yeah but but he was spot on when right. he said that yeah based on my struggle with some of the assignments he's like yeah i bet your mom made you color inside the lines i know right <laughs> he should have been a psychologist <laughs> or whatever maybe yeah. he moonlighted in it <laughs> maybe maybe although i would say i i think one could argue that artists are a little bit not qualified psychologists but you have to be in touch with your emotions oh for sure to be uh, to mm -hmm. to engage in an expression of art so it's kind of goes hand in hand now whether you're giving out good advice or you're psychoanalyzing <laughs> well that's a whole other question whole other opinion right there <laughs> wow so yeah, it sounds like opinions really impacted you in different directions, whether it was your thought mm -hmm. process out of that art class and you know how you viewed yourself and mm -hmm. how you viewed where you, your kind of role that you've been playing in your life, where you went to college or what you pursued within the college. Mm -hmm. hmm. Do you, you talk about, you know, him saying that, you know, you've always clearly followed the rules, you're coloring in the lines, but you've also, um, told me both in private and, you know, on the record mm -hmm. that you've been pretty rebellious from yes. a young age. So the, mm -hmm. how do you square that? Because that to me feels, mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I colored in the lines for my mother. Did not color in the lines for the nun. Oh, okay. So as, as long as she would have approved, mm -hmm. then it was, it was yeah. Uh, sanctioned. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I th I really think that's the difference. It's Yeah, because you know, my my mom actually was um artsy too and she 
she really never pursued it, but uh, she had told me that when she was maybe in seventh, eighth grade uh, at the school, they they needed some volunteers to, to paint. And anyway, they she, she discovered how really like talented um, she was, and she ended up doing a mural mm. on the wall. Um, wow. And um, but you know, then life circumstances, she just you know had to work and didn't go to high school, and you know, and then got married, started having kids, and. So that was put on the on the on the back burner, mm-hmm. um, and then when she, I guess, discovered that that I had some artistic talent, um, she wanted to nurture that, but in the way she knew, which was traditional and coloring in the lines, and it wouldn't be, um, yeah, put it this way, I I wouldn't want to go in an art museum with my mom because she mm-hmm. would see a Picasso and say, oh my god. And say it very loudly. Oh, my God. Really? People are calling this art. I mean, <laughs> you know, how ridiculous, you know. I mean, she really was like, yeah. <laughs> opinionated, sounds like. She was very opinionated. Oh. So, yeah, I'd, certainly in that young part of my life, I would not have um, drawn a Picasso and, and, uh, and like, kind of fought her on the, the artistic merit of that piece. I knew if I was giving her something, it's going to be nice. And and maybe to, you know, going back to the story I told about the, the turkey drawing, mm-hmm, that's what I was thinking um, about. <laughs> like that, that whole hand thing was mm-hmm. not good. You know, like mm-hmm. anybody could do that, you know, but I'm, I'm artistic and I'm going to do something really nicer, you know, mm-hmm. much nicer than that. So my mom is going to say, yep, I'm proud of you. I'm, glad so i yeah i i didn't mind breaking the rules for for the teacher but i would have minded that for my mom because i wouldn't want her rejection i wouldn't mm-hmm. want her to look at my art and say really you know you can do better or that's mm-hmm. not you know that's not art or don't get all weird now you know like these people that throw a splash of paper you know or we 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 had an assignment at school where you take ink and you kind of of straw and you kind of blow on it and anyway I remember my mom seeing those that artwork up and she's like oh really people call that art you know that's just so ridiculous it takes a lot of talent to draw something that's that's not art anybody can do you know Mm. so she she was a very opinionated. Mm. Yes, my mom was very opinionated. And I feel like I explicitly remember you mentioning your mom being an artist and how she'd appreciate it when you were talking about the turkey story. Like I feel like you, and I didn't obviously appreciate that <laughs> why that was in your mind and what role that was. Do you feel that her opinion was the most important growing up? Uh, For you? Yeah, I would say yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you seem, I don't, you know, I'm not going to try to delve into an area that's not appropriate, but mm-hmm. trying to understand, um, did you feel your father's opinion was also important? Obviously, if you if you answered yes, hers was the most important, Then, but did, did his rank somewhere nearby or was it kind of, yeah. Yeah, his, his ranked, his ranked nearby, uh, his ranked nearby. Yeah, I mean, I I loved both my mom and dad, but 
I felt as a child that my, my mom needed my support and my dad had it more together. Mm. So I would side with my mother a lot in things that kids shouldn't even be involved with, but mm. I, I would. And, um, and my dad would understand why, because mm. he knows that my mom was, you know, needed support. And, um, so I, so I gave it to her. Yeah. But, uh, but I always had a, a, a very good relationship with both my mom and dad. Yeah. And when you say like give support, you mean not rock the boat, so to speak, or like make sure she's not being disturbed and however you, you know, these are the lines in which she's drawing that you don't go outside of so that she doesn't have to. Yeah. I react. mean, it, it's, it, it's, um. It's a Friday night and it's, 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 you get, you know, my dad gets paid and, um, it's a Friday night and he just got paid. And, you know, like as a, at a young age, I know where that man's going, you mm. know, cause he's my dad and, and he, he worked hard all week and, and him and his buddies, they're going to hit, hit, you know, there's a bar on every corner in my neighborhood growing up, mm -hmm. going to go to a bar They'll cash their check. They'll probably do a little gambling um, with a bookie. And <laughs> gambling really wasn't, you know, off track betting and all was not legal then. You know, and 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 he's not going to be home at 530 with his paycheck and sitting down for dinner. Like, why couldn't my mom get that in her head? But mm. the expectation was, oh, it's Friday night, you know, and, and I just feel. Like, yeah, so why don't you and I, let's, let's watch TV or something or, you know, because like dad ain't going to be here for a while. Hmm. So you she know? had like that expectation every Friday of payday that yeah. he was yeah. going to show up this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> And then, you know, and then I could feel the tent, you know, yeah. like I, I, it yeah, it played over and over and over. Hmm. And that's why I, I really couldn't. As a child, I almost became the, the, the therapist to my mom yeah. um, because I was the last one home. Everyone else had, come, you know, in their, their lives. And, um, yeah, I could, and, and, I, and I, I didn't really judge my dad. It, like, my mom wanted me to be on her side. She wanted that validation that even Terry, you know, knows that's wrong. Even mm. Terry you know, was saying, gee, is dad coming home? And, you know, or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> no, Terry knows. Like, Terry gets it. I, you know, mm -hmm. like, you guys are choosing to live like this. I Like, I have to because I'm a kid. Right. So and to make my life easier, right. it was easier for me to say, yeah, Ma, I know. You know, but, but I also had the talks like, Mom... Uh, he ain't going to change. It's like, you know, and then it would come, well, that's why you need to go to college. And that's why you never depend on a man. And that's why you don't marry a, you know, a drunken Irishman and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's played over and over and over. Sure. And, um, yeah. So <laughs> it's interesting how that works. Cause you're, you're, you know, you're, trusting that your mom's opinion is the opinion and yet simultaneously you're saying I, your opinion's <laughs> wrong 
<laughs> Why can't you just accept? What I can't is? just see it. One month. Yeah. So, mm. and that's not the first. Well, she time. saw it. I mean, yeah. like it. You know. I mean, it. She she kind of knew, but mm. she, I guess she always hoped that, you know, he he'd be. I don't know. I guess she hoped he would at some point turn into maybe the type of husband that she needed or felt that would be more stable for her. Mm. Um, my mom didn't drink. She really was not um, like to go out and have a drink with him in a bar. That was not her scene at all. Mm -hmm. She would have loved to have a house out in the suburbs and... Um, you know, and not be stuck in the city. And even she was born a couple blocks away from my dad in the same neighborhood where oh, wow. her parents were born. I mean, you know, we, like my wow. family had a lot of history um, in Locust Point. So, uh, you know, that that's kind of the, the, the way all that went down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I know they, they, they loved each other, but gosh, at some point you got to, something has to give. Well, I can see, I was kind of questioning how could you still trust her opinion or, mm -hmm. you know, granted from even my own experience and other people I've talked to <laughs> <laughs> growing up in that situation, there's a, a lot more underlying currents going on, but I can see how you're saying, oh, well, but she also knew what, you know, she wasn't being unrealistic. Mm -hmm. She knew what was happening. She knew it was going to happen next time. What you were, I guess, disagreeing with or, you know, saying what the heck was about the hope. <laughs> like it kind of be different yeah. but you yeah. can still trust her judgment because it's not that yeah. she was like surprised every no. time there wasn't a surprise no. piece no it wasn't yeah. it wasn't it really wasn't and I'm, i might have mm. been relating that with with that but that that mm. is not the case but yeah. yeah i mean after being married all that time i mean they, mm. you know, he was 21 she was 19 and then when i came along she was 40 years old he was 43 you know so they've been married a long time right and that wasn't their first rodeo with you know payday and and the whole thing long before you came along yeah yeah, yeah that it, it it just it just was a pattern and and I don't know I get I guess my mom just felt at some point my dad would slow down and or settle down or whatever you want to call it and um and maybe at some point my dad hoped that the, my mom might, you know, want to, you know, get a little dialed up and go out on a Friday night, uh, you know, right. walk down to the end of the block and uh, corner and and sit and have a beer. And, um, you know, but it was just like my mom, it just was not her scene. And she and she definitely wanted better for me. Hmm. One last question. Did your dad give a, give you a lot of opinions? No. He really didn't. About you or anything? Or my, my dad gave me support. He always, mm. he always um, acknowledged that um, had a, I had a good head on my shoulders. Uh, I could go far in life. I would go far in life. Not could. You know, I, I would go far in life. Um, he always supported me in whatever I wanted to do. Mm. So... On occasion, there there were few few like bad boys on the waterfront. He did not want me to date. Of course, I had to date <laughs> secretly. That's how that goes. I'm like, just, <laughs> please, why don't tell me people's names? You know, because yeah. then it just makes it like so more desirable. You're like, oh my god. 
yeah, but aside from that, he really did not yeah. get into my business mm. um, or, you know, kind of say so. Even with college, I mean, n- neither of my parents really looked at, sat down and, and well, I know why they didn't sit down and try to look at assignments and everything because they really, you know, right. they they felt out of fish out of water, the, you know. Yeah. They that they, they had not, they couldn't say well here's how you solve that equation or right. you know they couldn't do that so um, I really was left alone with that but my dad always supported me yeah and it sounds like there was trust also with them and you like that they trusted you and it just a kind of a general sense I get mm-hmm. you know if you were at college and you were saying you were doing fine then they trusted you you have a good head on your shoulders then. You're doing fine, and yes, figure it out, right? Unless yeah. I showed them otherwise, right. they trusted me, and yeah, and I never gave them any yeah. reason not to, yeah, not to trust me. Wow, opinions went right to childhood, and we didn't leave it. <laughs> Which well, it isn't, makes doesn't sense. everything I mean, start in childhood, right? Yeah, I mean, all of our woes and whatever triumphs and challenges yeah which then feed our art <laughs> and triumphs so <laughs> yeah. there's yeah i mean yeah that is true we we'll probably keep coming back to childhood and i think we have many times already so. yeah i mean yeah. And, and when you leave it open for me like childhood mm-hmm. is is great because it's um i don't know it's not, I, how that works necessarily but sometimes you know those childhood memories are just so fresh and clear and mm-hmm. and accurate I believe they're accurate Mm -hmm. that, um, and it's, it's the source of it, of it all. Yeah. And the fact that there's, you may have not thought about certain memories for a long time, but the fact that I ask Mm -hmm. a question and then it pops up to me when that happens with, in my experience, it's like, oh, wow, that must really be playing a role in my life where I'll have dreams that bring up memories that I didn't even know I had. I haven't thought about it for easily over a decade, maybe two decades. And I'm like, wow what role has that been playing all this time that's right tick tock in the background you know yeah yeah oh well lots more threads to explore in future episodes um so at this point tell me so what's that was something that you love about yourself Woo! <laughs> pivot <laughs> pivot <laughs> i like that word pivot because as i said starting out today with the kind of upside down yoga and and challenging yourself and your opinions of Mm. how things should should did i get through a whole episode without saying should you said it at least Um, once uh, okay you didn't you didn't call me out on it it wasn't Um, important enough (laughs) okay okay um i'm glad i'm able to take a step back and and just take myself out of the picture and 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 look at look at these topics and 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 look at and look at life from that perspective that's a skill that i feel i'm only recently getting really good at um i'm really aware of myself doing that i know i have done it in situations in the past but i i feel like it's now really happening warp speed you mean, can you it, mm-hmm. uh, clarify what you mean specifically? That like stepping outside? Stepping back and just when 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 I am feeling a certain 
when I'm feeling something a certain way and, and I'm, and it, it's not my new, normal way of feeling. And I'm like, huh, why, why? I wonder, I take myself out of the situation and then I think, oh, okay, well, here's why, because that was a triggering that, that little mm. conversation I overheard, uh, at the coffee shop. Yeah. That triggered me to remember that. And so that's why I'm a little off today. Mm. So you're not like, you're able to really step outside of and see what variables are contributing. It's not kind of happening at you and just rolling over you and you're just accepting that's what it is. You're able to really like see where the currents are. Yes. And oh, Connect that's how dots. I ended up here because yes. of, yeah, dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. gives you far more, uh, I feel, power or ability to kind of redirect if, you know, if you didn't find yourself in a happy place. No, yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> and it say, gives me peace. Well, yeah, peace. It gives me yes. peace because yeah. I'm like, okay, it's like you, you kind of, filled in the blank you solved that and mm. uh and then you're back to your yeah. you know your, your good self and yeah waiting for the next adventure <laughs> waiting for the next current to riptide you yes. out somewhere yes. <laughs> yeah. the next Wait, full moon life. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i love about myself is that i I, I, I suspect we'll have another episode about this, um, but this has kind of been a continued episode of, you know, speaking your truth, acknowledging truth, what is truth, it's subjective, speaking up, not speaking up, opinions versus reality versus is there reality. There is so much. I mean, this is a whole web within a web, um, but that, uh, as I mentioned right, right off the start when I was kind of introducing this topic is that um, there is a lot of fear in expressing opinions. And... Um, you know, we have yet to release any of these episodes, so who knows what reactions, you know, we'll get by the time we're at this episode. You know, this is without other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, chiming in. Chiming in. <laughs> whether, whether I read them or not, I don't know. <laughs> I could just keep that over there. Um, but, yeah, just but, – but it's impossible to please any everyone. It, it just is a – you have to accept that if you're giving an opinion. Um, and so um, I love that I'm having courage and exploring these really weighty topics with you, uh, with someone that I trust. And we're giving opinion after opinion after opinion, because that's all the, all this is. There is, like I said many you're times, right there's that. no facts. You're, <laughs> you're right about no that. Zone. Life experience <laughs> as experienced thinking. by yeah. the speaker. Right. Not everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we do a lot of good things, but uh, and then I guess fact is kind of subjective too, to a degree. So mm -hmm. even that's slippery, uh, like an opinion. <laughs> so I love us. I love Unhooked in the Nook. I love what we're doing, and like I said, we haven't even released any of these episodes, and I'm having a great time. So awesome. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Keeping the brain sharp. Yeah. <laughs> Very sharp. <laughs>